Welcome to today's episode of the Medical Device Marketing Podcast. So today we have a pretty exciting conversation. Uh, we're talking about the trends in 2024. And I've been looking forward to speaking about this for quite a while because there's some really good ones coming up that I think can make a really big impact quickly on people's businesses um, in 2024 and particularly around driving revenue, increasing efficiencies, things like that. So we're going to do this in a slightly different way today. Um, so normally we have a little bit more of a structure of what we're talking about, but I actually just want to talk to each of you two, there's three of us here, but two, um, about what trends do you see coming and then just have a chat about it between us because I think we all have, you know, really interesting or different perspectives on everything that's coming down the down the line. So Jenna, let me start with you. What do you think is the biggest trend coming in, two, or one of the trends coming in 2024 because there's a lot coming? Yeah, so I think this conversation today is probably going to be dominated by talking about AI. It's unavoidable. But for me, I think that AI you know, it can really be utilized in analytics and uh, data analysis. I think it's, you know, you kind of can do it a bit at the moment, but not as much as maybe we could be. And we could really look at more like big data for personalization and that sort of thing, um, rather than doing it all manually, which I know can be very time consuming, but actually AI can offer a lot of suggestions for you and insights for you. Mm. So really optimizing your campaigns, you mean? Yeah, so really quickly. So looking at and actually looking at things like um, website performance, email automation, things like that, and actually understanding what's social media and understanding what's working and what's not so that we can quickly make updates. So are you, are you saying that almost like having your own internal data analyst at your yeah, I mean, call? I mean, you wouldn't need that because AI can potentially do that for yeah, you. So. Google Analytics 4 is already doing this. It's already making suggestions based on just what it's finding for itself. But I think it's going to get even more and people need to be ready for that and really embracing that because it takes a massive workload. I mean, at the moment for us, reporting is quite manual. Uh, I mean, we try and use tools like Looker Studio, but I think that AI can really, it's going to take a lot of that work off people and it's going to, you know, you won't, you'll just have to press a button and you'll have all your actionable insights for you rather than having to sit there and, you know, come up with those insights yourself. Which actually frees your time up to do Massively, yeah. as well. Yeah. Specialise in other areas. And it's, it'll pick up on, you know, patterns and trends that yeah. ne- a person might not necessarily be able to pick up just by looking at these reports. They'll manage all of that for you. And, you know, using that information, you're really going to be able to optimise your campaigns across all different channels. Mm, I agree. I think that's really no. I think that's a really interesting one because you know AI is in so much of what we're doing at the moment as well, and we're trying to integrate it every day mm-hmm. into everything yeah. we're doing. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, analytics is an, is is something that we're trying to embrace at the moment as well. Um, and we're always talking about how we can measure campaigns. So if we don't now have to bring everything together into one place, and actually AI can help us to do that, then it's going to have a huge impact on how we run things as well um, and just efficiency overall. Um, Oscar, what would you say? Yeah, I think maybe not the biggest trend, but certainly one of the most interesting ones to me at least is the idea, I've already seen it a little bit towards the end of this year, of like personalized deepfake videos of yourself using that as a almost like mass mail automation, being able to personalize outreach via video. And Mm. what I mean by that is we're all familiar with, you know, personalized emails directly to people using their first names using their job titles whatever however you 
you utilize personalization. Now I'm imagining that you would use AI to write a script. You would then upload that script to a video software that's already got your face and your voice encoded within it. And then you could essentially mass mail a video via, you know, LinkedIn or your own email software and essentially deliver a personalized video directly to someone, but on mass. Now I'm imagining that you could get your key opinion leader or one of your brand ambassadors. You, you know, pay for their time for a day just to come in and record their face. Now there's some legality there. How long are they willing to let you use their face and likeness for and voice? Um, But I think that's a really fascinating concept. We've already seen it in other industries and, you know, potentially medical device industry can be quite behind in adopting some of this kind of marketing technology. But certainly I could see you freeing up so much more time. Imagine getting a personalized video outreach where it would seem like it's someone reaching out directly to you. Mm. I think that's going to save a lot of time. I think, however, I'm not just because I think that's an interesting one. I don't think that that's necessarily the best one. And I also do think that to combat that because, you know, we do, we currently, the, the technology is quite rudimentary. We will have a good understanding of what's real, what's fake. You know, the uncanny valley does creep us out a little bit. Mm. So I think to combat this just massive amount of video and fake, you know, deep fake content we're going to get, I think potentially the counteract to that is going to be really authentic content and mm. actually to forsake the, the mass mailing and forsake the, um, technology roboticness of it and leave in content where you leave in the ums and ahs and where you are really engaging with people on a genuine level i think that's going to be the the remedy to this onslaught of ai stuff we're going to be seeing next it's interesting though because it's really what is truth and um you know that's going to be a big question because if you're talking about all the um you know ai and video and deep fake and things like that i mean there's a lot of benefits it's really weird because you talk about there's a lot of benefits of doing if you can do deep fake things because, you know, you can script uh, scripts that are totally approved by regulatory, you know, and actually you know exactly what's going to be said. But then you've also got to get approval by everybody who's in that, you know, video. So there's interesting legalities around that. But again, as you say, the cost savings from it would be ginormous, you know, because you could do that all potentially in one video shoot and then do all the deep fake afterwards um but it's got a lot of scary elements to that as well but a lot of positives as well that's really interesting what's your one claudia so uh do you know, i think one thing that we haven't done enough of and i know it's been a trend for a long time is video and i know you're talking about video from a deep fake but you're talking also about trust like what is what is real what is you know what is believable so that's going to be a big thing i think you know you were saying, Jenna, that, you know, now um, you have ChatGPT to write certain things for you, but actually now there's tools that say, have you written that or has a robot written it? So it is about being really authentic. But I think video does give that real authentic value. So, you know, we're seeing big rise of video. And there's a really interesting stat that we were talking about earlier, whereas, you know, 80%, this was a study done by Cisco, 80% of website traffic is video-based, okay? So on that basis... 80% of anything on your website, ideally, right, should be video-based. But if we look at the average web or in your email should be video-based, right? Everything should be video-based. But if you look on average, and I know you guys know the answer to this, but I'll ask you anyway. um, How how much video do you think on average is on somebody's website? It could be 5%. (laughs) (laughs) 
course. No, no, but, it, but isn't that crazy? But it is actually crazy. Yeah. Because if you think, so 5% of content on your website is video. And that's the average. And that's not medical device. That's average over everybody. But 80% of traffic is video-based. So you're missing out on this huge proportion of video. But it's not just you're missing out on video in on, on you know, search and stuff like that. Obviously, you've got YouTube, things like that. But it's also, you know, what about email? I think people aren't optimizing video for all these different methods. You know, can you meet somebody before you meet somebody? You know, so when you're in a sales cycle, can they get to know you before they actually meet you for the first time? What impact would that have on your sales cycle? So I think video has has so much more scope than we ever think. And I think deep fake is certainly one element of it. But when we think about being really truthful and authentic, I just think video, if companies do it well, I think video has huge legs to really differentiate people in the in 2024. Yeah, and I think kind of online, in line with what Oscar was saying about being authentic, mm. I think that video, I mean, I really advocate for video to communicate, which, I mean, I start my career as a writer, so it's hard for me to say that. <laughs> but it really is like, incredible way of communicating i mean we've seen we've started using it just to send each other little messages and the, you get the message across so much quicker and so much easier and i yeah. think you know using that in email can be an amazing sales tool as well you know yeah you can when somebody watches a video and you say make sure you read this they're more likely to do it than yeah. they might just skim over it in an email so it's yeah. like using it for even just like 30 second videos attached to an email can really can transform and it's more exciting it's to, to more engaging yeah so um no exactly but interestingly when you say you started as a copywriter mm-hmm. um and now you're seeing video but you know there's really interesting stats around this and again i know i say this quite a lot <laughs> but um but if you so so when you look at communication like seven percent of a message gets across in text which is great you've got to get the right text you've got to have the right messaging but seven percent of that message gets across if you add in audio so you've got tone of voice things like that, that adds another I think 35%, something like that. Um, but in order to get full communication across, you need the visual and the body language as well. And that adds that extra 55%. In total, it's 100%. I might have got my numbers slightly wrong there. But you see, that's why video is so impactful. So although we're saying video has always been a trend, and it has always been a trend, it needs to continue being a really, really big trend because if it's used in everyday life, I think it can revolutionize people's sales cycles. I think it can revolutionize people's marketing. Um yeah, in you know, and then there's all, all the other trends um, that we can do as well. But I think that's a super important one. I think I've dominated this a bit. Well, I think well, you've actually made me think of something interesting. Something kind, you know, we've all seen video in training videos for sales reps, or yeah. video being used in training for surgeons and stuff like this. I think an interesting one that we haven't seen too much recently. I know we've been doing a project recently, um, but video IFUs, I think, is something that is fascinating, and certainly, specifically, like you say, I've. Can't, can't list the number of times I've read something in an IFU that is written in such a way that could be understood in so many different perspectives mm-hmm. and that's not when you want to be unclear or unimprecise. So usability. Yeah, so I think the video, the, the aspect of video being um, more easy to understand with you know the body language, the tonality. So I think I can, ima- I can imagine that being used to hyper-personalize your IFU specifically you know you could use ai to help generate these scripts you could use actually a deep fake to you know get a, an actual voice of trust and reason to read out these ifus and then overlay that over some kind of you know hyper specific or interactive video for your ifus i can see that as a massive thing 
that I don't see a, men- a lot of companies doing. Yeah, no, that's, and usability is a huge thing. So, you know, to make sure that people do actually use your device correctly. So I think that's a really interesting one. The other thing that I just thought about that I thought you were going to mention um, was interactive video. Because again, that's something that we've been doing for about a year and a half now. But again, we don't see that in, you know, significantly out there. But interactive video really drives usability. Um, so it'll allow you to get a huge amount of content out on your website, video again, um, but it'll allow you to navigate much quicker. So I think that's an interesting way. So it's, I suppose the risk as well in 2024 is that we um, go all down the latest trends and actually we forget the fundamentals that are really going to drive your business forward. So it's great to go and get really excited about AI. And yes, I think you're absolutely right. AI with, with um, you know reporting and analytics has huge value, but it's also about doing those fundamentals correctly like video, like maybe even interactive, stuff like that to really sort of boost your user experience, conversion rates and revenue. Excellent. So is there any other trends that we think we should talk about during this podcast that would be really interesting to listeners to help them drive revenue and marketing excellence in 2024? I've got one and it's not a trend, but I think one thing that is um, really going to, I think there's some really quick wins out there. And I think when we're talking about trends for 2024, Um, I think a really quick win for companies is um, getting really refined and clear messaging. I think that's one thing that a lot of companies struggle with. Um, And actually, I think if you really want to set 2024 off in the right way, I think it's having a really clear um, understanding of what problem you solve for each of your audiences, Mm. because it's not a general audience, it's each. And I think that will actually really set you up for success and allow you to then really capitalize on everything else. Um, because if you don't have that really effective messaging, you know, it's like trying to push blood through a um, calcified artery. You know, I think you really need to have excellent messaging so that so that you can really maximize all your other campaigns. So I'd say that's something that we probably see um, is a real quick win for people in 2024. Okay, so I think we've got some really interesting things that we see as being important in 2024. AI is, of course, really hot topic. But the interesting thing about AI is it's moving so fast, so we need to keep up to speed with it. But it's things like um, reporting is going to be really important. It's going to make you optimize your campaigns so that you really get better results, better revenue-driving activities. What's going to happen with deep fake in videos? That I'm really interested in what's going to happen with that. I think it opens up a whole world of different things. Um, and then, of course, video. Um, video in every aspect of your business because that's really going back down as one of the fundamentals that I think can really boost your business. Um, but starting off, make sure you understand who your audience is, what problem you solve for them and how to address that um, so that you can really be effective in 2024. Thank you for listening to today's Medical Device Marketing Podcast. If we've missed any trends in 2024, please let us know and we look forward to seeing you next week. This episode of the Medical Device Marketing Podcast was brought to you by Podimus. If this conversation sparked any new ideas for you or you want to transform your medical device marketing approach, then our door is always open. Visit www.podimos.com and explore a treasure trove of information about medical device marketing on our learning center. Or better yet, get in contact with us and speak to one of our expert marketers as they're as passionate about medical device innovation as you are. 